How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey there, everyone. It's uh, welcome to the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. You've got Curly and Braggy here. This is episode 48. And today we've got an amazing singer and songwriter, I'm guessing, yeah. um, Amanda Turner from Adelaide. But Amanda, I'm just going to park you for a little bit. Braggy. That's okay. How's your week been? It's been a good week, Tony. Uh, it's been a little bit muggy. We just talked about that here in Adelaide, <laughs> which is not very muggy for everybody else in the tropics. But um, someone who sweated a lot was uh, Meatloaf. Yeah, the big fella's and gone. He went. They left the dashboard light on. <laughs> actually, an interesting thing when my daughter Taylor found out about Meatloaf, she actually got quite emotional because, and this is a, a really quite a cute story. Back in 2003, Meatloaf played at the NRL Grand Final. Not, right. not the AFL one in 2011. Oh, that was, that he really damaged himself at the AFL Absolutely. Grand Final. That was shite. But, it, but in 2003, <laughs> and we were at that Grand Final because it was Penrith and I think the Chooks played. And, um, yep. and Taylor was really quite emotional at that Grand Final because she actually thought that Meatloaf had died because she'd watched him in Rocky Horror and... As, as oh, we all, she was only young. Yeah, she was only a young. <laughs> oh, okay. So she thought Meatloaf was dead because he died in right. Rocky Horror. And so all of a sudden we hear the story that Meatloaf's died and I'm getting a text saying, Dad, I'm going to share a story with you. So I, th- I thought that there was so cute, so cute. So, yeah. Yeah, he only had really had the one good big album though, didn't he? Really? Uh, I, I think Jim Steinman was like Jim passed away I think 2018 so that were the two masterminds behind Bad Out of Hell yeah um, and Jim also released a, a solo album um, which I loved I've forgotten the name of it now but um, but I got in you loved it that much huh so much I, I forgot <laughs> the name but I haven't listened to it for a while but um, but yeah the two big uh, names out of Bad Out of Hell are gone so okay um, yeah just uh, that's the only news I've got so, the music lives on, Tony. It does, and what a legacy! Yeah, that's that's for what sure. that's what we're all aiming for, isn't it? So, it is. Now, last week, a sincere apology to Amanda. I actually got her name wrong when I first talked to her and introduced that we were going to have Amanda on today's episode. For some reason, the name Smith stuck in the back of my head. It's Amanda Turner. So, sincere apologies. How are you, Amanda? And welcome to Not- the show. Oh, thank you very much. I'm okay, thank you. And I, um, Smith and Turner are very, very common names, so it's understandable that you can get them mixed up a bit. 
Uh, I just went completely blank last week, but I did correct it at the end when I said it's Amanda Thank Turner you. because I, I was thinking to myself all the way through, I, I've stuffed that up. I've got the name wrong. I've got the name wrong. So right. sometimes it happens. So, so Amanda, share a little bit about your story. Uh, well, I'm um, 37 years old. I um, have been singing since I was about nine in choirs at school and just dabbled in it a bit and um, then um, I, in 2006 I got glandular fever and my throat got damaged. Oh. So I thought, okay, my, I sound like crap now so I'm not going to sing anymore. 12 years down the track, um, I find out I've got a disability. So um, I decided that I would take on singing as a form of therapy. Okay. And so I had my tonsils out, waited a year for it to heal, and then I uh, thought, let's get my singing voice back into action. And so I started attending um, a organisation called Lift Up Voices. Yeah. Um, I've got a disability known as complex post-traumatic stress disorder, um, stemming from my days of being at um, school, being bullied at school. And so that's... By using, um, by using my experience, I decided let's use, let's go do healing by writing music and by, um, you know, training my voice better and learning how to um, create music on the computer as well. Okay. So it's been um, quite a rocky journey into singing. So I'm a bit of a latecomer, but. Um, Never too late, Amanda. <laughs> so, um, yeah. well, that's inspiring, and that's 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 great that we've just had uh, someone with a disability be named Australian of the Year. Oh, so, I know. Yeah. How, how, that's that's cool. And have you found that the singing has helped helped you? It has helped me so much. Um, yeah. Definitely, we was expressing myself and my emotions, and also allowing it for me to do my advocacy work on Instagram and um, inspiring other people, and also using um, my music as a platform to help others being bullied as well. So, um, I've actually got a story behind how the edge came to be. Yes. Um, lockdown twenty twenty. I was. Um, I, I just graduated university, but at that time I was studying, you know, during lockdown. And yep. I needed to do something creative. So um, I wrote some song lyrics and my year, I got in contact with my year five school teacher who's wow. like 25 years later. Um, <laughs> wow. He's on Facebook. I said, thank you for helping me through my difficult year in um, year five. And, yeah. and then I found out he wrote a children's book. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to send him my lyrics and see what he thinks. So I sent him the edge and he said, oh, my, he sent me this long text message, said, you need to make this into a song. It will help so many students. Mm. And um, Wow, that is just a fantastic story. <laughs> so um, I'll mention his name. Um, he, um, yeah. His name's Michael Head and he's written Rainbow Custodians. So that was like an amazing poetic poetic um book about the rainforest and um and 
you know, um, the animals help t- contacting humans to help us all um, reunite to um, save the environment in Australia. So, um, and he's like, you've got to turn the edge into a song. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I'll do it then. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was that was Mr. Head and his um That is so good. Motivation. Uh, like <laughs> teachers sometimes get a bad rap, you know. I never understand why because that man, the future's always in their hands and you know, just that story alone, some teachers save people's lives, you know. Yeah. They do. And, and they've yeah. got such a lasting legacy. I mean so for so many people and and I guess for a, a proportion of the society they get out of school and they want to forget it. But here we've got a grade five teacher, name remembered, the impact that they had on the on the on on yourself, Amanda, and then to reach out and say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" I I I think that's great. Yeah, take my yeah. hat off and to both of you guys. Oh, thank you. He's still teaching now, so he's a he's a pro. Now, yeah, he's no relation to Travis Head, is he? I think he might be, but I'm not 100 percent sure Ooh. about that. But I think he Ooh. is. I, I mean, I can't confirm that, but you yeah. never know. Well, you that never I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know that one, but um, I um, and he um, did. He encouraged me the whole way, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So hopefully, his students heard my song and, and yeah. More. And so you 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 recorded the this one yourself on at home or lift up voices actually has a um a recording set up and um the founder of lift up voices tori marshall actually used to work as a sound engineer in la oh wow oh okay and then she decided to come back to adelaide and open this organization up and um i um my vocal coach is her name's renee Yep. And she's she guides me with my vocal skills and she helps me with recording and yep. Tori is like the mixer, like the master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, they take so many amazing songs from many people with disabilities and make them come oh. to life. And I, oh, wow. That's what great. an organisation. How cool is that? Yeah. It is. It's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful. Cause I can only access it through the NDIS, so I've been very lucky. Yeah. And um, that's where my funding's um, been helping me with developing a sense of community, developing my skills in music distribution, um, social media marketing, which I've kind of had to learn. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's just one of those things, isn't it? But once again, Braggy and Amanda, we've got this amazing story of the difference that music makes. So it's been part of the... The therapy, it's been part of the recovery process, which is just incredible. But then you're also using it to share an absolutely powerful message out there in yeah. the community. And the amazing thing, I think, Tony, is that we, like we, when we started this show, we didn't seek out to find people who you know worked um, and used music as therapy mm. to help people. But every person, Nelly, we talked to, whether they're just a, just a normal old muso yeah. or, or like or like Amanda who has a disability, that they've all got a story about how music has lifted them up or has done something for them or they've gone when they're in, you know, when they're when they're not in their best space, you know, they go and sit write music or listen to music yeah. and and it helps. Yeah, it does. 
Yeah, but, and us. and full credit to Amanda Braggy because I um, posted in an Adelaide Musos group on Facebook about the podcast and seeking yep. anyone who wanted to come on. And I think about five minutes after that post was published, I had a message from Amanda. So she wanted just the the fact that she she's out there. She wants to share a message. She's she's sending positive positivity out there in the world by talking about some real issues. So things like bullying and mental health. And and yeah. I imagine Amanda that you've seen um, the challenges of mental health over the last two years. Oh, definitely many challenges. I've um, experienced a system that doesn't always, can't always provide for everybody because there's not enough funding and um, feeling the stigma. So just feeling like, can I share what I've gone through or not? But I've been very open with a lot of my struggles. Yeah. And also with um, with a lot of um, learning about to express my emotions mm. tr- like let them out and in the most in a healthy way yeah yeah and also just knowing that everybody um from men women all different people can experience mental health and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's mm. um a normal part of health and it's I've, I thought to myself, you know what, if I can share my story, I can help people that are feeling really scared to come out and share their stories. And mm. you don't have to like open up to everybody, but if I can say, okay, I, I've gone through this and this is how I've experienced the mental health care system and mm. what the barriers mm. are, at least I've, I've used my experience to be able to help those who don't feel yeah. like they can speak up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a great example. Absolutely. So let's um, put on the edge. Now the edge goes for just over four minutes. So you'll hear listeners maybe about two minutes of the edge. So this is the song you did in twenty twenty one around August. Is that have I got the timing um, right? I released it on the um, the National Day of Action of um, Bullying and Violence in Schools in Australia, actually on the 19th of March, 2021. Oh, okay. So it, com- it coincided with that. So I thought um, I, could, I could bring awareness to the issue of bullying and at the same time um, promote the day and my song and get my message out. Yeah, so. excellent. So when did Mr Head listen to it or first read about it? I don't actually know. Um, I think COVID kind of, we parted ways because of COVID and I yeah. think he's busy with this teaching and that sort of thing. So, mm. but I'm pretty certain he's heard it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain he's heard it and um, I hope he, he really liked it. Awesome. No worries. So let's, um, let's get it on, shall we? For words, I started to cry. Am I the one you want to hurt? You are a bully, you cannot deny. You cannot deny. You sent my emotions.
The lyrics in that song. So, who's that lady sitting beside you there in your in the video? That's Renee Albueno. I hope I'm sorry, Renee. I hope I pronounced <laughs> that right. Um, she um, is a folk coach at Lift Up Voices. She's also a recording artist herself. So okay. We, um, and she's I've seen her. Sing. And does she did she play the piano on that? Is that is that piano being played? Was that a loop or uh, is that? We combine loops, but she did. Okay, cool. Yep. We did use the piano to kind of come up with a few of the the melodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. The chords and stuff. Okay. But, and and what music do you know? Are you like influenced by? Because I know like the beat. That's like a trap beat there. So I don't know if you are you into hip hop and stuff like that, or um, what, do you, what do you what do you listen to? I'm her, I love my '90s dance, '90s music. Oh yeah, okay. And I but I also like some of the classics. Uh, yep. Another story, Mr. Head. Got introduced yep. me to Boz Skaggs music. Oh wow! Right. And Love that album. I have started. I've listened to the, his music now, and it's like on my playlist. And I'm like, I love his music. <laughs> yeah, he's but great. I'm definitely a Lady Gaga um, okay. dude. Um, Basements Jacks, The Prodigy, uh, and a lot of those okay. '90s. Um, yep, dance I know. Groups. Yeah. <laughs> So can I just ask about the lyrics to The Edge, right? So obviously you were sending, uh, I'm taking it as a bit of a personal story against uh, to, about people that you went to school with. Have I inferred that correctly? Yeah. Um, I, um, I, I, I suffered from various levels of bullying over the years yeah. and um, my mum and my family tried to get help for me from the schools and they didn't do much for me. And Michael actually said to me, oh, my goodness, I didn't realise. You know, he, he felt like I said to him he, he didn't realise what was going yeah. on. But I think in his class I wasn't actually bullied too much. Yeah, right. It was more after that class and um, that... What did he teach, Amanda? He was... Uh, just my year five, you know, every day. Oh, just the, just the the main guy, yeah. yeah. But he was like the PE sort of nut. Oh, okay. So he okay. loved PE, so yeah. it was like yeah. that sort of thing. And um, he had very he used to play Queen in class, and um, he had a dog. He <laughs> had a dog. Cool. He had a dog called Boz that he brought to school, yeah. and that's how I found out about Boz Skaggs. He goes. Okay. Wow. Oh, where'd That's you get the cool. name Boz from? And he's like telling me who Boz Skaggs is, and I'm like, oh, I've got to listen to his music. Yeah. And I was actually scared of that dog in year five. He used wow. to bring it in, and I'm like, get that dog away from me. Wow. <laughs> and I, I'm like, but now I think about it, he would have been such a cute dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and just something completely totally off topic. Now that you've mentioned dogs. I got bitten by a dog this morning while we we're out for a oh, morning walk. No. So you got bitten by a dog and your car broke and down. And my car broke oh. down. Just one of those days. Tony, that's a ca- we could we could write a country song in <laughs> <isn't> that. <laughs> a dog bit me, and my car broke down. <laughs> See, man is on it already. Absolutely. Oh, I've got to end a day with a frown, but I'm happy now. <laughs> so, Amanda, we're in your songwriting journey. So, how long have you been writing songs now? 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, well, I wrote my first song when I was 17 and um, I actually did a recording with the port, um, with the um, local council. Okay. Um, uh, called Taste Like Chicken. Tastes like <laughs> chicken. And, and it was called... What was that about, Tastes Like Chicken? It was a um, compilation album of people from the council area and yeah. um, my song was a love song. Very, very tragic love song. <laughs> 17 years old, never hadn't been on a date yet and yeah. it's like... I'm trying to think about, it's like, boy, do you want my love? Do you want to be my one and only? And I'm, I've yeah, we, everyone writes those songs when, <laughs> they're, when they're young. And my first time in a recording studio, and it was in 2001, and um, I, I heard it a few years ago, I found it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, that was bad. <laughs> but it was, a tr- it was an experience, and that yeah. was the main thing. It, it's, um, yeah. it's part of the journey, but and this is a... a our former co-host uh, Matt used to like he got rid of all his old music, and you know it's his music. He's allowed to do that, but I always see it as part of a journey, a part of a journey that you're on. So it's like I do speaking uh, engagements, and when I first started doing it, I was horrendous. But I'm not going to delete those videos because there's still some relevance in there. There's still some really good stuff. But it's part of my journey to go back and say, geez, I was really bad. And maybe I'm not. Yeah, it's exactly I'm right. It's songwriting. Songwriting is like, is like anything. Like learning the guitar. You start out, you shit. <laughs> and, you, and, and you learn and you get better and better. It's an art. It's an art. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. You, you, learn, you learn the th- the things that you do. After listening to that stuff, you go, oh, I shouldn't have done that there. Yeah. And that is, yeah. I've seen some of my videos of me practicing my singing and I've done like Bohemian Rhapsody and I've um, those sorts of songs and I'm like, oh my goodness, Amanda, you need a lot more training. And it's, <laughs> but the thing is, I'm actually grateful that I've got that record of my yeah. development and that's how yeah. you, that was Instagram. It's like you kind of got like a scrapbook of your development. Yeah. And um, the, um, my music teacher from high school actually got in contact with a lot of the old music students and gave us copies of the school concert. So here I, he gave me my first ever light, solo live performance at a school concert. Yeah. And I was singing everything I do, I do it for you. Oh, Brian Adams. And I, I actually recorded <laughs> Man, my, the amount of times I played that at a wedding. <laughs> I actually um, recorded a video at Lift Up Voice Studio last year of me singing that same song as a 36, uh, 36 years old. I was 36 at the time. So yeah. 20 years later, I actually sang it again. It's on YouTube and my voice has improved and I can hear the difference. And um, uh, Mr. Howells would have been proud, my old music teacher yeah. from high school. So <laughs> <laughs> Now, man, that place, Reach for the Light, is that in the city? Where is that oh, located? Um, lift Up Voices. Lift Up Voices, sorry. Uh, it is in the, it's in the city, yeah. Yep. So um, it's in Adelaide. Okay. And... Okay, cool. um, <laughs> um, it's not too far away from the CBD. Okay. So. Okay. 
it's um it's always important that we can sort of share some of that information just in case there's musos out People, there that yeah. can come so do you play an instrument at all amanda i try to play the drums that's about it i've always struggled to read sheet music even when i was at high school and the way i create music is using my ear um and um, doing loops and using yep. like computer programs because I also do yep. instrumental tracks. And just by listening to the, the difference in the music and that sort of thing, I can create these these tracks. So Reach for the Light was my first one I did myself, first okay. backing yep. track. Yeah. And I do get advice and assistance from um, Tori and Renee as well. So they would say, you know, what, what key is this in? And the program usually says what key it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the drum is really the only thing I can play. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and I've just been doing. And so the program you use will that be? Have you got? Is it like Garage Band or is it Logic or is it? Um, do you know what it is? I use Soundtrap. Oh, okay. Um, that was one recommended by Tori because I don't have a Mac, so. Ah, uh, yeah. So I. That's fine. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter what you what you got to make music, as long as you as long as you make yeah, it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> It's all relevant. So you mentioned your singing's improved from your time at um, primary school. Is that part of your journey as well as you continue to, to get better? What does that look like? Do you have a bit of a vision for where you want to be as a singer? Um, well, um, I think more when I was younger, I used to sing in groups. Now I'm folk and there was a lot, lot of really amazing singers at yeah. school. And I think that I didn't have a lot of confidence and thought my music, my singing wasn't good enough. And yeah. um, even though my, my family was like, oh, you've got a great voice. They um, always do. But don't they? <laughs> they always do. And my friends and yeah. that sort of thing. But um, I do want to tweak my technique a bit and learn a bit more of the breathing technique. And also um, I've been exploring different genres of music with my voice. So, um, cool. Okay. Today, yeah. So that's seeing how my voice sounds with different genres. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Let's talk about "Reach for the Light." Tell us a little bit about the background on this song. Um, I wrote this not long after "The Edge" when we we're in lockdown in Adelaide again. Um, I wrote it as a poem. I, I have a regular GP surgery. I go to quite a bit with my condition, so it's like, um, I thought, let's write this poem. And give it to the staff and so it's hanging up in their staff room the original version of the, it was actually called the light um and um they were grateful for it because i said i want to do something to help the frontline workers and help people that are going through quite a lot during the mm. pandemic yeah and i said here you go and they're like oh this is wonderful and my gp's like oh this is such you know um he really liked it and um so they have still have it hanging up in their staff room now oh. and um and then I thought, okay, well, um, got, I got um, inspired by, you know, Steps, the group Steps, um, Deeper Shade of Blue, and their clip, their space clip. And I thought, oh, that would be a nice theme for Rich for the Light. And <laughs> I'm like, I was working on another song, but I, I was like, oh, I really want to do this. So yeah. I was like, um, that's where I got the theming from. I, I was inspired by that song. Yep. And then I thought, you know what, um, let's um, take my first dance track and let's do something uplifting because the pandemic is being an absolute bitch at the moment. <laughs> I actually study public health at uni. I just graduated. So um, it's okay. I've done epidemiology and all that. So that's kind of my area. So it's like 
I was kind of depressed and I thought, you know what, this might lift up a few people's spirits. So yeah. um, <laughs> I thought, okay, let's re- let's um, create this song and um, it was a, a learning process to yeah. bring out a dance track. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So is this paying homage to all those 90s bands that you loved? Definitely. I always dreamt to bring out a dance track. And this was like my dance dreams coming true. Um, so my tag was light is on the way for my promotions. And this is, I had to come up with it all myself because I'm on a, practically I'm on a zero budget because I don't make money from my music. It's all for a hobby. So mm. it's like, um, I came up with taglines. I did the video or even the edge video. I got, Tori took the footage and I edited it. I had to Excellent. learn very quickly. <laughs> And um, Reach for the Light, I used Rota Video, so that's kind of like a, a program that syncs the music with the, um, the the clips and stuff. Okay. Okay. And I had to do all the lyrics and line them up. And um, Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good you put the lyrics up there, especially with your songs. Mm. It's important. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so let's click play, and this is Amanda Turner, Reach. Reach for the Light. It's in your sight. Definitely got the nineties there. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> sure. I I you nail that one, Amanda. Oh, you nail the 90s vibe, that's for sure. Can I just say also I'm getting a bit of a um a land down under vibe, you know, down under by men oh. of work. You know, the oh. is, is it the, the piccolo or the there's a little bit of uh, whether it's the flute or the piccolo or something, there's a little bit of that in there. And I'm also like it, it's quite interesting to me because it's almost gospel-y there when you go into the chorus with the reach for the light. 
and you've got this like this little dance track happening and then all of a sudden it's like this the I won't say it's opera, but it's it's sort of gospel. So yeah, I, I like it. It's it's got a couple of little contrasts in there, and and I can sense. Do you come from the land down under? With the... I didn't actually. Yeah, I know. never noticed that actually. Yeah, it just <laughs> one of the, one of the highlights of our show, Amanda, is always when Curly describes the describes the music. I, I love it. He gets it every it's time. It's great to hear. <laughs> it is. Well, it's fantastic. Uh, You'll listen to that song and say, "Where's this piccolo that Tony's talking?" About? Oh, there it is! I can I can sense it. So, Amanda, that's awesome. So you've got your music yeah. out Thank there on you. Spotify. You've got uh, a YouTube channel. You've got a Facebook page, and of course, all those links will be in the show notes. So all I can say is, keep doing what you're doing, and thank yeah. you gonna, so much. You're going to make a difference. <laughs> I hope so. That's you my probably goal. already are. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I try my best. <laughs> and if there's any Adelaide musos there, of course, that can help support that great organisation. What was it again? Light Up? Uh, lift Up Voices. Lift Up Voices. Check it. Go out and see if they can need a hand, see if they need some volunteers. I think that's always something that's yep, important. Sure. Absolutely. Well, Amanda, you just now need to put up with Braggy and I as we close the show. So just bear that's with okay. us. okay. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a bit of a laugh. So, the first okay. thing the first thing I've got to say is um, I um, was on YouTube today, and Amanda had made a comment on the unfiltered <laughs> um, video, but that's cool. I got the name wrong, so that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but in my notifications, there was this new notification from some unknown artist called Tave Bragg for a new song, and I'm thinking. Oh, that's interesting. You snuck a new song out there. So I try and sneak him out, Tony. <laughs> There's no fanfare <laughs> in relation to Braggy. Oh, Amanda, by the way, we will add your songs to the Unfiltered and yes. Undiscovered Thank you. Playlist, playlist on Spotify. So, And hopefully that's that'll awesome. pick you up a couple of new viewers. As I have with Braggy's new song, it's now on the on the playlist. So tell us Thank what, you. what was it's called The Wheel. So it's a trucking song, I take it, Behind the Wheel. Not really. It's just about. I think it's just about every day you go out and you try and, you know, you try and achieve something, but you never quite get there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You always try. You always striving to do something, and then every night you come home and you have a beer. That's, I think that's what it's about. <laughs> so everyone, check that out. Tave Bragg, the wheel, and I've got to admit, my, I showed the photo to my wife. All oh, right, and did you like that photo? Yeah, it's gutsy for me putting up there. It's I know probably <laughs> the least flattering my wife has ever said about your braggies. So. That's fine, mate. <laughs> but it stands out, and that's you gotta you gotta expose you gotta expose yourself. You yeah, know? you gotta absolutely. So I might share that song on the unfiltered and undiscovered Facebook page. Undiscovered seven okay. inch. We missed it last week because we talked albums. We did. What do you got for us? On my first. Yeah. Why not? I'll tell you the story before I hold this one up. Uh, I'm in a book club and one of the ladies in the book club realised I collected vinyl and so she brought around three big boxes of vinyl. Oh, wow. And most of it was, most of it was just like, you know, like Shirley Bassey and, you know, stuff that I didn't, yeah, all these, all these old. You listen to everything, Braggy, so don't. I do. I love it all. I love it all. Don't try and be cool now. But (laughs) I did find one piece of gold in here and it's by an Adelaide band and it's one of the first ever Adelaide bands yeah. 
right? Oh. Apparently they were out in 1958 or it might have even before then. That's from what so I've read up about it. the Penny it. Rockets. The Penny Rockets. They're doing a cover of Johnny Be Good. And I hope people from Adelaide are watching. They can tell because I don't really know a lot about it. I know they played around Adelaide in the fifties. Well, it says fifty-seven here. Yeah. So they're on a talent quest in fifty-seven. But on the back, it's signed by all of them. Oh wow! Oh wow! So I don't know if it makes it worth any more or not. Or I don't know if any of them guys are still alive or out there or any of their family is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was in that. I was nearly going to throw them all out and I found that in there. So I kept that oh, one. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. We might mm. um, put a post up in that Adelaide Musos group and a yeah. little bit of a snippet from the video and we'll see what we can get. Well, mine's got? not as exciting as yours. Mine, as you know, I love Ron Pino from Died Pretty. And yes. this is one of their like most favourite songs. It's been covered... It's their song that's been covered the most too. I, I know that Weddings, Parties, Anything covered this song. But Ron Pino, Brett Myers, this is from 89, Frank Brunetti, Steve Clark and Chris Walsh. One of the just undiscovered classical little bands that's not as many people know about them that should. And I found it... Tony, you, you nearly went into the 90s, I mate. I know, almost into the I, 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting. Dave Faulkner um, shared on his from the Hootie Gurus. Guru, shared on his Facebook mm-hmm. page. He caught up with Ron Pino, and yes. and talked uh, about you know the musical talent that he is. And Ron's just one of those amazing songwriters. So mm. yeah, so died pretty. Every um, everyone moves. Everyone um, just an amazing song. So. And the B-side is In Love Prison? In Love Prison, yeah. So it's um, in typical Die Pretty fashion. I don't know if you've ever seen them play live, but they no. are just moody. Their, their music can be erratic at times. Ron Pino's like he's taken drunk 42 slabs of V before he goes on stage, and he's just like this enigma. So... Just an amazing band. I, I, and to be honest, I really only saw them live probably recently. I've seen them more in the ten, last 10 years than what I ever did in the 80s. So. Tony, you, your independent band, 80s band record collection is extensive. It's one of the best. So, <laughs> and, and as I shared with you, Braggy, we might have a... We're currently in communication with a lead singer from a... 80s iconic band in the okay. independent space. So, okay. Uh, the only drama that I'm, I'm that I'm that I see is most of them don't like technology. So <laughs> <laughs> they they're not comfortable with this online stuff. But anyway, no, no, they're they're analog boys. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hey, Braggy, great okay. show once again. Um, everyone, don't forget follow us on. Wherever you're listening or watching this, whether it's YouTube or any of the podcast platforms, we've got our Facebook page. Just do a quick search for Unfiltered and Undiscovered. We've got our website, of course, Unfiltered and Undiscovered. Don't forget on Spotify, we've got our playlist, which is the Unfiltered Undiscovered. And make sure we listen to the playlist, especially if you listen to Amanda's song, who's ever song. Make sure you like it. Yeah. 
click it, click it, unlike it, and make sure you follow them because it, it helps. Absolutely, more people hit follow. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and you get notified every time Braggy sneaks a new song out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> gotta fix that somehow. <laughs> um, and as per always, um, in the words of the great Michael Jackson. The kid is not my son. We will see you all again (laughs) next week. Thank you so much, Amanda. Bye for now. Thank you so much for having me on the show, on your podcast. Appreciate it so much. It's been great. It's been fun. It's been great. It's been awesome. Thank you. (laughs) How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.